Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week. Sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking. everyone welcome to another rainbow rundown if it's monday time for a rainbow rundown right here on the left of straight show this is coming at you on monday june 5th it is pride month everybody happy pride from the left of straight show uh we have a month worth of festivities and interviews going on here at the station i'm sure you have lots of activities happening in your neck of the woods. I was actually at Pittsburgh Pride this weekend. They did a fantastic parade and festival there. Uh, Did see an interesting t-shirt say, it's not a parade, it's a march. And in today's climate, definitely should be looked that way. So happy Pride, everybody, from Left to Straight Show. I'm very excited. Got a couple of things we're going to talk about this week. Uh, Big thank you to Queerly Johnny. Uh, Johnny from the Queer Centric joined me last Monday. We had a great time together. In fact, we have some new projects that's going to be happening in the future here that I'm excited to tell you about. But uh, let's dive into it and see what's going on. These are the stories that caught my eye this past week and things that are coming up. I want to start by Friday. We got a ruling from a federal judge in Tennessee on the drag queen ban down there. As you know, um, Tennessee was the first state in the country that tried to ban drag queen shows for happening in front of minors in general. Uh, It was immediately challenged and it was put on stay. And now a federal judge has ruled that Tennessee's law restricting drag performances in public or where children were present was unconstitutional, striking a blow to efforts in the U.S. states to regulate LGBTQ conduct. So it's a big win on Friday. Starting in Tennessee, of course, we have over 400 different LGBTQ legislation going on in the country right now. Ron DeSantis just put this exact same ban in Florida. So now that we have this federal judge precedent, hopefully we're going to get that turned around and we're going to start winning some cases here. Um, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee in February had signed the bill passing the state assembly that tried to limit the drag performances. Uh, But it was a... Um, Republican-appointed U.S. District Judge, Judge Thomas Parker, he was appointed by President Trump, of all people. He ruled late on Friday that both the unconstitutionally vague language and substantially overbroad language uh, made it unconstitutional. The judge cited, um, what if a female impersonator wanted to dress up as Elvis and sing Elvis songs? Under this law, that would have been illegal as well. So um, it had gone far past its scope. So we'll see if it gets taken up to the Supreme Court. But it seems highly likely this will be stayed. And it's a great uh, way to begin Pride Month with it happening Friday on the 2nd of June. 
and we'll see what happens with it. Now we're going to bring it to Florida and all these other states to see what happens. So good, well done, U.S. District Judge Thomas Parker in Tennessee. The drag queen ban has been overturned there. So now we need to get that across the country. Next story I want to talk about, a couple of interesting things that's been happening is this huge backlash this year on all the uh, uh, corporate-friendly companies that are um, advertising to the LGBT community. This has always been a bone of contention to me. I've talked about it in years past. I talked about it on last week's podcast where we have a lot of corporations that seem to come out for Pride Month. Uh, everything is rainbow colored, brings out all the thing, and then they kind of forget about it's the other 11 months of the year. Uh, we do have some great sponsors that go year round, but primarily in June, you'll find a lot of the fair weather friends come out. And this year, there's been a lot of pushback. Everything from Bud Light with uh, Dylan McVaney. Um, and uh, that sales of Bud Light have gone down immeasurably. Um, Target for some of its uh, clothing line that's been out, that's been wrongly mischaracterized as going towards children. It's not. It's going to adults. Uh, there are some children things in the Pride Festival, but in the Pride collection, but not some of the tucking swimsuits and things they were talking about. And Target has lost a lot of money. But overall, the conservatives are trying to boycott, I think it's up to 35 companies now that are advertising for Pride. And amazing, a GLAD came out this week with a new study. It happened in February, but it says kind of the opposite of what's happening. It's just a vocal minority of Republicans. And who knows if it's going to catch fire and it's going to change these numbers. But the numbers from February based on a study that GLAD did, says about 70% of more than 2,500 adults that do not identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or any other member of our LGBTQ plus community, said support from companies should come through hiring practices, advertising, and sponsorships. It's GLAD's annual Accelerating Acceptance Study. It was conducted, like I said, in February of this year, and it shows 70% of these 2,500 believe that that should be okay, as well as um, two-thirds saying that children could be included in the ads. So we're seeing this backlash right now. It is catching fire. Republicans are very good at amplifying a message and repeating it over and over and over again. So we'll see if they're going to change the tide on this. But as of February, 70% and 75% of non-LGBTQ identifying individuals said they have no problem with advertising to the queer community, with sponsorships, and accelerating acceptance. So I thought that was very interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's it's probably one of the, I mean, all these things that are happening now, the drag queen shows, um, people have been advertising forever in June. And all of a sudden, it's just getting this huge amount of blowback. I mean, it's always had some, but this is like in numbers unseen in quite a while. So it'll be interesting to see if these February numbers hold after Pride or what happens. So 
Another big story that caught my eye there and I wanted to bring out to you guys. Next story I want to talk about is I'm a big fan of the website Queerty. If you have not checked it out, Q-U-E-E-R-T-Y.com. It's a great site for news and information. It's where I get a lot of my stories I look at along with The Advocate and Pink News and all these great news sources that are out there for things that I like to talk about each Sunday to share with you on Monday. But uh, if you're not following Queerty right now, they do every year in June during Pride Month, they do Queerty's Pride 50, where they highlight 50 individuals throughout the month, usually two a day, um, talking about different people in the community, what their accomplish are, accomplishments are, what they've been doing for the uh, LGBTQ community, as well as their own personal accomplishments. And there's always some great people in there. I recommend you read it. Three of them caught my eye. I'm going to talk about for just a quick second. Um, first, Tuck Watkins. If you're not familiar with actor Tuck Watkins, you need to be. He's been on so many great shows. He was a soap opera standard forever. One Life to Live is where I first met him way back in the day. But he's also been on Uncoupled with Neil Patrick Harris. And just um, he was in Boys of the Band Recently, uh, he is just an amazing actor. He has uh, adopted two kids. Um, he's um, raising these two two boys. And he's in a long-term relationship now with another fantastic actor and Broadway vet, Andrew Rannells, who I absolutely love. And so they've been in a long-term relationship for quite a while. I think it's been at least five years now. But uh, Tuck Watkins was featured with all the great things that he's done as one of them. And another one that I thought that I really enjoy is Hunter Doohan. Uh, if you haven't been familiar with Hunter, you may uh, recognize him from the Netflix series Wednesday, based on the Adams Family, the Wednesday Adams show. Um, he's in that show playing a gay gay person in there. He, uh, I was really unfamiliar with him until uh, I saw him in that series. He has a longtime partner, uh, Fielder Jewett. Uh, they are married now. Uh, last year they were uh, married. And I thought it was interesting. Brian Cranston, familiar with the great actor Brian Cranston, um, he uh, was actually the officiant at their wedding. So if you remember Breaking Bad and so many great things that Brian's done. So they're two of the people of the first 25 people they've featured on Queerty's Pride 50 list. But one of the recent ones that I was excited about is Colton Haynes. Uh, I've been trying to get Colton on this show forever. I don't know him at all. I don't have his representation. I've sent out blind items to his social media his representation that I have in IMBD. Colton, if you happen to hear this, reach out to me at Left of Straight, L-E-F-T-O-F-S-T-R, the number eight on any social media, or Scott at leftofstraight.com, L-E-F-T-O-F-S-T-R, and the number eight.com. I would love to talk to Colton. I've been a huge fan of his since his Teen Wolf days, uh, first came to my attention. Then he was in, and you know how big of a super superhero fan I am. Uh, he was an Arrow. He played uh, in the great CW show Arrow. Um, and 
he has just a remarkable story of his life. He started modeling when he was 16, was told by all his representatives not to come out, even though he was open with his family and everything at the time. Uh, went through a tumultuous time with alcohol, especially, and depression, and his mother passing away, and wrote an amazing book. It's the one-year anniversary of this book called Miss Memory Lane. I talked about it a couple months ago. I have both read the book and listened to it on tape, uh, books on tape where he reads it himself. Uh, it's a fantastic book. He's a great actor um, and just... Uh, an amazing guy, and he talks about a lot of hardships that he's gone through and his journey in acting. So if you haven't read the book yet, I recommend doing it. If you haven't been watching Queerty's 50, um, Pride 50 interviews, be sure to look those over on Queerty.com. But uh, Colton, get on the show. I'd love to talk to you about your career, everything you've overcome, and this magnificent book that you wrote. So well on you for that. So it's on its one-year anniversary for that book. And like I said, I have read it once and I've listened to the books on tape um, narrated by Colton. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is there's some great new music that's out recently. Came out just on Friday as well. Um if you're a big fan of the Scissor Sisters like I was, Jake Shears has a brand new album that came out. Um, it's so cool. And uh, we're going to play a little clip of it right now. Um, this is from the title album off his new uh, title track off his new album. And we're going to talk about it on the other side because I am just a huge Jake Shears and Scissor Sisters fan. So here you go. We'll talk about it on the other side. Let's listen to Jake Shears.
back everyone that was jake shears with last man dancing the title cut of his new album that just came out in june to celebrate pride month i am a huge jake shears fan and uh love to have him on the show as well so jake if you're listening hello come on down um but check that out um kylie minogue is one of the featured singers with him on this album as you know kylie's padam padam is just blowing up huge ever since it debuted a week or so ago. So great music. If you're a music fan out there, Pride has always offered some great music. I haven't had too many um, great artists come on in this sixth season. I do have Tom Goss coming on the show in a couple weeks, and uh, I'm going to have a lot more musicians coming in because I just love my LGBTQ uh, music people. Um, they've done some amazing work over the years for me. So we'll have that coming on very soon. But congratulations, Jake Shears. If you haven't listened to it yet, Last Man Dancing, check out this album. You're going to enjoy it. I guarantee it. All right. Next story I want to talk about. I need to give a shout out to one of my good friends, Scott Clark. Scott hasn't been on my show for a couple of years now since the pandemic. Scott is an amazing cartoonist. I just love his work. He, if you're not following him on social media, you need to follow him now. Um, Scott Clark Studio, I believe, is his uh, social. Uh, that's a start. Scott Clark, and that's Clark with an E. ScottClarkStudio.com is his website. I believe Scott Clark Studio is his handle on social media. He's an amazing cartoonist, does caricatures. And uh, we had a great interview back in June. You can look it up online and find our interview um, back in 2020. But he has a brand new Pride Tune book out. It's a coloring book for you to enjoy for Pride. And I hope you'll go out and support him. He's done some great books in the past. He's done one for Cher, for Joan Rivers, for Lonnie Anderson, uh, for drag queens called Dragasm, um, Dolly Parton, of course. And Scott is just a amazing human being. Um, 
pretty damn handsome as well. He, he describes himself as a 57-year-old eccentric and moody, unrefined yet fabulously talented and beautiful. He has a beautiful, brilliant 25-year-old daughter. And his tunes, characters, are just out of this world. I've been a huge fan for a long time. Uh, he made my Left of Straight uh, drawing that I use in a lot of my promos. He was so kind to write that for me. So his new Pride Tune book is available now for Pride. I hope you'll go check it out. I hope you'll check out his website. Purchase some of his other books. Like I said, I have the Cher and the Dolly one. Uh, they're all uh, absolutely amazing. Um, support the Dragasm one. Of course, we're talking about drag queens in the news right now. So Scott Clark, S-C-O-T-T-C-L-A-R-K-E, scottclarkstudio.com is his website. You can purchase his books there. You can purchase his books on Amazon. Uh, we're going to show some pictures here. But uh, I love me little Scott Clark, and I hope you'll support him during this Pride season with this great Pride tune book. All right, last thing I want to talk about, um, we got Tony's coming up this weekend. They almost didn't happen televised, at least, because of the writer's strike. They initially canceled them. Um, they did get a waiver from the Writers Guild, both East Coast, West Coast, and they are going on as scheduled this Sunday night. The Tony's on CBS. I'm a huge fan every year. We call it the Gay Oscars, of course. But uh, if you're a fan of the Tonys like I am, this Sunday, June 11th, um, they're happening. But they have a new award show in town. And why not? There's always a new award show happening somewhere. It's from the newly established, and I don't know how do they pronounce it, Galeka, G-A-L-E-C-A. It's a Society of LGBTQ Entertainment Critic for the Theater's Wing. There's 35 members in here. They announced the inaugural winner of the Dorian Theater Awards. It's a new addition to the Society's longstanding awards for film and television. So Galeck has been around for quite a while doing film and television awards. This is the inaugural um, placing of the Dorian Theater Awards, the first time they're awarding for theater. Um, the play... Kimberly Akimbo was the front runner, picked up four awards, including Outstanding Musical. Um, the note, most notably by the Dorian Awards, they forego gender categories. So they don't have gender categories. Instead, they just announce winners and finalists. They also have two brand new awards that have been established that's unique to these awards, to the Dorian Theater Awards for Galica. One is the Trailblazer Award. And the Trailblazer Award is being given to Jay Harrison Gee. Uh, you might have heard I talked about Jay a couple weeks back when we were talking about the Tonys. Uh, they are the first nominated non-binary person at the Tony Awards, uh, gender neutral. So um, Jay Harrison Gee, they are getting the Trailblazer Award. Um, she is there in Some Like It Hot, which is an amazing uh, revival there. Um, and the Trailblazer Award is an honor given to a figure in New York City theater industry who inspires empathy, truth, and equity, according to a statement. And then they have a, another um, award that's uh, 
just for them. And this is the Broadway Showstopper Award. The Showstopper Award is for a standout production number or scene in a play or musical. And this inaugural award went to the number independently owned. And it's from the play or musical Shucked. And Alex Newell sings it and sang it on The Voice recently. So I'm going to play it for you here. So another award show, because why not? We can always use a good award show. And I'm so happy the Tonys will be on. But let's go ahead and play this Showstopper Award, Broadway Showstopper Award, from the brand new Dorian Theater Awards by Galeka, the Society of LGBTQ Entertainment Critics Theater Wing. Here we go. We'll be back on the other side listening to the Rainbow Rundown right here on the Left of Straight Show. The only thing around here that's incorporated I do it all and it's fine by me I'm a one-woman whiskey dynasty I'm independently owned and liberated And I think sleeping alone is underrated Don't need a man for flatteries Got a corn cob and some Respect to Miss Tammy Wynette. I can stand by my man. He'll have to stand by me. Oh! I'm independently owned and modulated. And every man that I meet is just intimidated. I'm a change who I always been. A double U. back that was alex newell performing independently own which was just named the uh, broadway showstopper award for the brand new dorian theater award from galeka and uh, that was his performance on the voice a couple mondays back here so congratulations to him um i think i talked about it but the outstanding broadway musical went to kimberly akimbo and the outstanding Broadway play was for Fat Ham. Both of those are nominated in the Tonys coming up this Sunday, the 11th. So be sure to watch those on CBS if you're a Tony fan like I am. 
So that's all the big news I'm going to talk about. Uh, like I said, a lot of stuff happening with Pride Month happening. Um, I do want to say a couple things on the Left of Straight show. I have some amazing guests going on this month. Every Thursday and Friday, uh, I'll be having new guests. I started this past Friday, June 2nd, with my very first foodie of season six. Tom Smallwood was on the show. Tom is a pastry chef and foodie personality and foodie host. We had a great interview from him. Tom was on Spring Baking Championship uh, as a competitor, as a semifinalist, which you know I love. He has a lot of other really cool things coming on. Uh, and he is currently a pastry chef in an amazing uh, French uh, pastry shop in New York City right now. And Tom has also agreed to be the Left of Straight Show's special correspondent for season six. He's going to be my special foodie correspondent. So we're going to have some great segments with uh, Tom throughout the season. So be sure to look for that. Um, he's just a great guy and an amazing uh, chef. So look forward to that. But other guests coming up for Pride Month is Terry Ray, our very good friend, actor, writer, director. He is a creative force behind a new theater company in Palm Springs. We're going to talk to him all about that. Uh, Janik Nirmal is coming on. Uh, I spoke to him in good old England last week. He had just come back from the Beyonce concert in England. He is an up-and-coming actor. He had a great modeling career. He is starring in a new web series on Deku, and you know how much I like Deku, um, called Peckham Mix. And he's one of three co-stars on that. So he'll be coming up for Pride interview. Uh, Tom Goss, as I said, amazing singer, songwriter, is coming on this month. Del Shores, our great friend, of course, uh, writer, director, producer of the Sorted Live franchise and so many other great plays. Um, the Del Shores Foundation is doing amazing work for writers right now. So he'll be on the show. Um, his new boyfriend and an amazing film historian and actor in his own right and interviewee, Tony Maeda, he is going to be on the show as well this month talking about film history, um, his great book, The Fawn of Grey Gardens. Uh, we're going to be talking about that, so be sure to look for that. I have another author, Leslea Newman, coming on. Uh, she has two new books that came out for Pride. And, of course, she had all this controversy back in the day for Heather Has Two Mommies and Survived That. Uh, she was one of the original book bannings that happened back then. So we have her back on the show. Um, Stan Zimmerman coming back on the show. You know I love me a little Stan Zimmerman. Of course, writer uh, with his writing partner Jim Berg of The Golden Girls, of Gilmore Girls, of Roseanne, uh, a very Brady movie. Uh, he has just gotten back from teaching writing in France at a castle in France. I'm so jealous. So we have him coming on the show. And then for the first time, I have the host of the Multi-Amory podcast coming on. Uh, Multi-Amory talks about polyamory and sexual health, and they've been doing their podcast for over 250 episodes. They have over three and a half million downloads of their show. 
And we had a great talk with them. So lots of great guests coming this Pride Month. Be sure to check out every Thursday, Friday here in the Left and Straight Show. I'm very excited for all the things we have coming up. I am also looking for interns. If you've ever thought about learning how internet radio works, how podcasting works, if you have some time, I'm looking for interns for Left and Straight Radio. Unfortunately, this time it is an unpaid position, but uh, there is some little perks involved that I'll talk to you more about if you decide to apply. It goes from mid-June to mid-September. It's a three-month residency. You learn all about podcasting through different shows here, creating your own podcast. We hopefully get to put it on our network very soon and learning the ins and out of it. So it's something you're ever interested in. Be sure to message me on social media. Or you can drop me an email, scott at leftofstraight.com, if you'd like to try uh, doing interning. And hopefully as the show gets going, we can start paying for our interns, which is always a beautiful thing as well. Speaking of that, I'm excited to announce come July 3rd, the Left of Straight show is celebrating our eight-year anniversary. When on the show, uh, our very first episode aired July 3rd, 2015. It was the weekend after marriage equality became law of the land. My very first guest was Kelly McCracken, who is a plaintiff in the marriage equality case, not as well known as Jim Obgerfell, obviously, but Kelly and her partner was a huge part of that landmark decision. And Ben Patrick Johnson, who's an f- amazing voiceover actus, actor, um, amazing voiceover actor, um, had his own struggles uh, throughout his life. But we had a great chat with him. He's the voice of movies back in the day. And that was my very first episode eight years ago on July 3rd. So look for that. I'm going to be giving away some giveaways and have some huge prizes and some special events going on. And we'll be announcing our Patreon page and trying to make a little money here so we can, like I said, pay for interns and get the show to be self-sustaining. Because right now we have no budget and everything comes out of my pocket. So look for that starting July 3rd. And also in July, there's a brand new podcast coming at you with my good friend, uh, Johnny Sheffield from The Queer Centric. We have a brand new podcast called Bears of a Certain Age that will be coming at you in July. So look for that announcement coming soon. All sorts of stuff happening. But until then, Thanks for listening to Leftist Trade Show and our weekly Rainbow Rundown. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. We'll be here every Monday with another Rainbow Rundown, talking about the news and events happening in our LGBTQ community. And we will talk to you next week. Happy Pride, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Left of Straight Show. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us. You can follow us on social media and be sure to check out our website, www.leftofstraightradio.com for contests and other news and information. See you next week.